0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. (laughs) So good. And today is Saturday, November 16th. And I've been doing some writing this morning already. Hope that if that was your plan, that you've been getting your Writing done to or addressing your chores feeling good about this Saturday and getting things done I'm going to Put some colors in my hair as I talk to you Because I have a few things to do today, but one thing I have is a conference call at nine with some people that I feel like I should look like a little bit more than my usual at home schleppy self calls for professional writer jeffy as opposed to schleppy writer jeffy it's some important CIFWA business and more than the usual suspects plus i so i well i should continue that thought um when we have our board meetings and so forth even though they're video calls I don't really bother to put on do my hair or my makeup for that because well a lot of times I'm coming directly off of a writing sprint and they know that and that's yeah not a big deal but uh when I'm have a thing about like if I'm talking with other people about something that's very important, like what's going on today. I feel like I should put a little effort into cuting up. Sort of, that's a theme I have in my books with, my heroines often feel that way too, that, you know, getting dressed and made up and hair done is a form of feminine armor. Um, not that I need armor, but it is a part for me of just being professional. Um, plus, I have some social engagements this afternoon. I'm going to go to a art reception and probably out for a drink afterwards with my friend Megan. It's a father-daughter show at Radius here in Santa Fe this afternoon that looks Intriguing. I don't often go to those things, but Megan always sends them to me, forever trying to make me be more social. Hopefully this isn't making too much noise as I put these big curlers in my hair. They just sort of keep it from hanging too limply. Gives a little bit more of a shine. I already took a shower when I first got up, washed my hair and everything. So this way, after the call, I can write some more, and I'll just be ready for my day. So I figured I might as well get all done. I'm also going to put on my makeup. So, let's see, what all do I have to tell you guys? I actually don't have a whole lot, I guess. I'm, I'm mainly checking in, because I promised I would every day. It's been interesting podcasting every day. I know that uh, some people have been doing, not, I don't even know what they're calling it, like Na Podmo or something, uh, daily podcasting to build up the podcasting habit, which I felt like I didn't really need to develop a habit for that. But it has been different for me. Um, podcasting every day definitely takes energy. And so I think that's something that's important to take into account is I have joked on other occasions, I don't know, no jokings, right. but it's easy to think of writing as not being actual work. Uh, and it doesn't help that other people don't view it as actual work. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, I always say it's not like picking cotton. Uh, which I suppose comes from my southern roots and I hope doesn't sound racist because I have a lot of family who were poor sharecroppers in the south and who uh, did plenty of farm labor and that sort of became a saying in our family about picking cotton. I don't know why I went the Kennedy side. They were miners so I don't know why we don't have you know, working in the mines is the metaphor, but you know, the being out in the heat in the fields and you know, doing that manual labor that's um literally back breaking work is, you know, kind of the the bar, you know, that I've always been grateful that I was able to have what my husband David refers to as an inside job, indoor job. I guess inside job has other meanings. An indoor job. He used to work um, building houses and road construction because all he had was a high school degree. He, um, after high school, had got married and had a baby pretty quick. Played in his band, which was great. But otherwise, he you know, did a lot of road construction. And he said he went to college, applied for college, because he really wanted to have an indoor job. You know, and he was living in northern Wyoming back then. And, uh, you know, you can definitely see the advantages to that. You know, he looks back on it with some amusement. But at the same time, you know, like the guys that he worked with on those crews, and, you know, and, of course, it was pretty much all guys you know, they've that kind of work ages you, it's hard on your body. So, so yeah, I often say that it's and I it's part of my self talk, too. You know, that I'm always saying to myself, Oh, well, you know, it's not as if you spent a day in the fields in the North Carolina heat picking cotton. <laughs> Uh, which I've never done in my whole life, although I've spent plenty of time in that North Carolina heat. But, even though that is one bar for hard work that should not be underestimated, writing is hard work too. And it seems like it shouldn't be because all you're doing is writing down words. And, talking on this podcast and putting up the podcast that shouldn't be hard work and yet it is these things all take energy because we're creating a thing we're working against entropy we're working against the tendency of the universe to fall apart and putting our personal energy into creating into making something from Well, essentially nothing where there wasn't a thing before. We've made a thing and put it out there. And then if you know chemistry, if you know physics and the concept of entropy, you know, in order to go in the opposite direction, you have to put energy into the formula to make something come together. So I think that's important to remember you know there's i guess degree of difficulty factors in you know and, and maybe that would be a good analogy would be like ice skating and gymnastics you know where they score like in the olympics which is probably the extent of my knowledge if there's other arenas i don't know that much about it but you know the in ice skating where they score for degree of difficulty on a particular move is acknowledging the fact that that it all takes effort, but the really difficult stuff takes more effort and more time to practice. So I don't know what degree of difficulty I'm writing is. I suspect it, it varies from day to day, right? varies depending upon what you're trying to do uh probably your level of expertise which would be which would match our analogy for like ice skating because you know it's a hell of a lot easier for say christy namaguchi (laughs) i'm I'm probably dating myself i don't know any of the current ice skaters but you know i want to go brian boitano scott hamilton (laughs) nancy kerrigan any of those people uh it's much easier for them to do, say, a double axle or a single axle, compared to me, right? Because I know, I you know, I I'm doing well if I can stay upright on my skates. My um, favorite professor, Professor Hodis, who was my religious studies advisor, talked about virtue in those terms, where he said that it's it's very individual, that it depends on the person and what what is difficult for them to do he said for example for himself it was not difficult for him to stay thin you know he was one of those tall thin men i'm putting on my lip liner give me a moment the one piece of makeup you can't do there we go Uh, So for him, there was no virtue in staying thin because it was something that was natural to him. Whereas for someone else who has struggled with maintaining a particular weight all their lives or trying to achieve a particular weight, then attaining that weight is virtuous because it requires a tremendous amount of work. The degree of difficulty is much higher. So, those are kind of random thoughts, I know, but I think I think we have to give ourselves credit for a degree of difficulty that we don't always because we compare ourselves to other people. So, if you're just starting out writing, writing your first book or writing your first few books, that's why comparisons are invidious, right? Because it just doesn't make sense. If I decide I'm going to learn to figure skate, I'm not going to go out there and compare my, well, I might try, but I'm not going to compare myself to, to Christine Yamaguchi, right? It would be absurd. But what I can do is say, okay, here are these things that I'm trying to achieve. And when we set goals, when we, Try to measure our progress against a thing, especially with something creative or something that is so new to us that we don't even know how to measure our progress. Then the most rational thing to do is to measure it by showing up. Say, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show up and I'm going to get put on my skates and get out on the ice. And I'm going to stay out there for 30 minutes, no matter what. You don't say, okay, I'm going to be able to execute a, (laughs) my my knowledge grows thin very fast. You know, I'm not going to be able to execute a, a sit spin or, you know, you can work, once you start working towards that, then you can say, okay, by in another two months, I want to be able to perform a sit spin or something like that. But when you first start out, all you're doing is showing up. So, for all of you working away on NaNoWriMo, keep showing up. That's all anybody asks of you. Or we're not even asking of you. That's all you're asking of yourself, right? Okay, so we'll call that good for today. Uh, first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. And you can find more podcasts that you would love at Podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.